All right, we are all set. Let's get these alerts off my face so I can see what's going on. Good morning, everyone. We've been off for a little sabbatical for about four or five episodes, and we'll get we'll do a brief update on that. But good morning, everyone. This is Carol, so aka Naughty Boss, live after four or five days with two sisters. Hey, good morning, everyone. It's Janice bundled up here, Wellness Diva 5.0, and it is 21 degrees in North Haven. Oh, come on. It feels like 12. Uh, woke up yesterday morning to a slight um, coating, and it was like snowing throughout the day. So as Carol also said, we've been on somewhat of a sabbatical. Um, technically, have not been on since last Monday, so about seven days, but in podcast land about five, I guess that would be five or six episodes, whatever it is. Um, but where do I begin? <coughs> Excuse me. I will first start out by saying a huge thank you. As many of you know, my son, Ryan Scott, has had a very rough eight months. And last week he had uh, major surgery to literally replace the whole left side of his skull. Um, a very long operation, um, not only for Ryan, but for um, both of his parents, myself and his dad, Jerry, and his wife, Susan, and of course my husband, Gary, and our respective families just waiting for that, for you know notification on, you know, what was happening. What I can tell you is that the power of prayer is freaking awesome. The, the prayers, the, the messages, the, I just can't thank you all enough. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. Ryan is doing quite well. Um, he is very anxious to um, get all of these staples out. Um, he has quite a few of them um, and I'll just leave it at that, but I will be going back to Philly in about two weeks to take him for his post-op appointment. And right now as a mom, I am feeling blessed and grateful. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you all so much. He really is doing quite well and what a blessing what a blessing yeah, absolutely you know when you go on a journey like that where there are so many different phases and pieces to it and i always relate that to really life in general when you talk about you know someone that is suffering from an illness a disease an injury such as ryan's a death um e even uh, the the flip side of those coins which would be planning a wedding, jubilation, a birth of a new baby. Our minds and bodies, and especially our mindset, goes through a lot of ups and downs. And we frequently talk about that because it all encompasses health and wellness, how you handle these pivots in your life that are really ceremoniously have their, their own kind of event that you're not in control of. And we always talk about we're never in control. We're in control of two things, how we act and how we react. Other than that, we're not in control. So when you go through that emotional roller coaster of the initial onset of whatever it may be, illness, injury, birth, wedding preparations, funeral preparations, whatever it may be, 
there, there, there's a core of emotions. It's really like a roller coaster. And, you know, then to uh, get through the tunnel, get through, get through the hole and, you know, to be there on the other side of that bridge to see the outcome and then reflection. There's a whole piece of reflection that goes into that journey where, you know, you go back to those early stages of when the event took place, whether it was a good event, whether it was a sad event, whether it was a tra uh, tragedy, you go back to that moment in time and you revisit those emotions that really kind of dictated your life during the duration of that particular journey. So to see someone, um, you know, Jan did share Ryan's pictures this morning. And for those that know me, do not know, uh, do know that I'm, I'm not one for um, post-op pictures of any sort. Um, that is not my thing. Uh, but I can tell you, considering uh, what it was, uh, the surgeon did an excellent job. It wasn't, you know, what I thought it would look like. Uh, it's very neat and tidy, as Auntie Patty would say. And, uh, you know, it, it, the incision and, and the staples, the whole thing. So it wasn't, uh, you know, it didn't make my stomach go flopsy, turby and all of that. But it really is the necessary piece to this journey for Ryan to, to go forward. And that's, you know, something that you you triumph over. And, and today, obviously, is Triumph Tuesday. And we do triumph over those different aspects of our life that take us on a journey that maybe we weren't quite prepared for. Maybe uh, they weren't in the cards. Uh, you didn't know about them. And that really, again, shows the power of really how much that we are not in control of our lives. So there's pieces that we are, but I would have to say there's a good chunk that we are not. And the journey piece of that of getting over to the other bridge for Ryan, for the family, for everyone, is how it was handled. Uh, you know, it was very supportive, you know, team Ryan all the way. And it really just made you understand the value of people rallying together when you go through one of these kinds of traumatic experiences, but also knowing that, you know, there is light at the end of the tunnel. It's not just a phrase. Sometimes the tunnel takes a little bit long, to go through. Sometimes the bridge has some detours, but the good news is that that part is behind him now. He's on the road to recovery. And, you know, that's what Triumph Tuesday is about, is about embracing different things in our lives, whether it was something that we had to overcome. Maybe it was a journey we had to take that we didn't want to, we didn't want to hop on that train, but, you know, we were forced to. Uh, we had a ticket and we needed to get a punch to get off. Uh, you know, so there's there's different aspects of that. But, you know, going forward, we wish uh, Ryan the best. We know, uh, you know, he's really in that final phase. The final phase will be once the staples are removed and he gets that clean bill of health. And he can start, you know, being, you know, kind of understanding what his destiny is, is yet to be and, and things that he wants to accomplish. So those are all, all good things. Yeah, it, it's just amazing. And, you know, even Ryan said, you know, eight months uh, is a long time to be hospitalized seven times. And, you know, I, I thought about that, you know, in eight months, he was hospitalized seven times. That is pretty um, extensive. 
but he really has a very good outlook. Um, I was expected, as I was saying before we got on, I was expected to stay um, a lot longer. And I actually came home, I was scheduled to come home on Monday. I was, I was all set to stay until Friday or Saturday, but I ended up driving home on Sunday because a mom just knows a mom just knows there's so much I can say about that, but I felt very good, Ryan, um, very cognizant, uh, you know, very on point, um, just absolutely amazing. So I felt comfortable, very, very comfortable making that decision. Um, took a few tur uh, wrong turns on the way home. Uh, took me a little over four oh, hours. Happens. So, you know, especially when you're, you're, you're driving and, you know, the one thing about, I absolutely love driving. A lot of people don't like driving. I do not mind driving. Matter of fact, I was talking with uh, my bestie back, back up north, Donna, and she, she wants to come for a visit. And I said, well, I'll be up in May. She said, would you ever consider like canceling your flight at home and just driving back with me? And I said, sure, I would. You know, I don't, a lot of people don't like being in the car, especially on roads that they don't know. Uh, but I always find when I get lost, it leads me to something that I'm supposed to see anyways. Uh, that's, that's what I'm sticking to. Even though I might not necessarily see it at that moment, I'm talking myself into that, that it is, uh, you know, God wanted me to see something over here. Not really sure what it is, but I'll look around until I find something. So I feel better that I got lost, but that does, that does happen. And, you know, Triumph Tuesday is really also a piece of that. Uh, you know, did we get lost on part of, you know, what we were going after, our goals, our vision, you know, and, you know, are we taking for granted the little things that we do triumph over? And we should not. We should always uh, respect that, you know, life takes us in different journeys. Uh, sometimes some of us, it takes longer to, to achieve that triumph over something, but don't overlook the small things. Uh, there are many small things, like even getting lost. If you found your way back with, uh, with without arguing, if they had a passenger, because usually that happens, arguing with the, you know, the person either driving and or the passenger, or, you know, if you're, if you're driving by yourself and you say, wait a minute, let me, let me reset my navigation. If you've got navigation in the car, or if you don't, you know, maybe I got to double check my, my phone or maybe I need to stop and get directions. A lot of people don't like back in the day, we had big maps in the car. You didn't have GPS. Uh, you didn't have a cell phone and you literally had to pull out a map and kind of figure out. And if maps were not your thing, and if you had a stubborn uh, partner who would refuse to stop to get the directions, they could kind of, kind of kooky in the car. Yeah, I mean, the um, you know the the navigation aspect of it is all you know because I couldn't get over because of the traffic, and I'm well like well it'll reroute me. Um, you know what what should have taken three and a half hours took me four hours, 10 minutes. So when you think about, okay, that's about 45, 55 minutes out of the way or whatever it turns out to be, really no big deal. I'm like, okay, I know I'm being rerouted. So I know that I'm going to get back to where I need to be. You know, I had that conversation, you know, said a few choice words for, you know, people who weren't so kind to let me in. Mm -hmm. um, a few things rolled out, but, you know, I kind of laughed at it because the journey is is part, you have to go through the journey to get to your destination. And I thought Absolutely. about that, you know, for Ryan and 
you know, he's so excited to for this new chapter. And that just makes me happy. So yeah, one happy mama. Yeah, that's good stuff. Good, good stuff. Now, triumphing over, what have you triumphed over? Well, you know, it's funny, you know, different things that, you know, again, you maybe weren't planning on, and yet you had to figure out, well, how am I going to resolve this? How am I going to work through this? How am I going to work around it? And the point being is to don't set yourself up for failure by coming up with a thousand different things that you, you know, kind of kind of, kind of takes you out of the, the groove of where your mind is going. So, you know, take a pause and say, okay. It didn't work out that way. Um, I'm excited because I got my official, let me see if I can get it now, my official uh, verification that uh, my qualifications, let me go, let's see. I have to go into screenshots, God knows, this phone with all of my stuff. Um, but my, my um, um, qualifications, here we go, that... Um, you know, I've been doing that. I've been sharing. I'm, I was a contestant, was, because the contest is over now, a, con, a contestant of the Ultimate Thriver, which was a 12-week journey of transformation. And there's two categories. There's 35 and under and 35 and older. So obviously, I'm with the 35 and older, even though I'm almost double that score, double that age, whatever. Um, and it says... You made it happen. You crushed your goal and completed the ultimate Thriver competition. Now, a lot of people now sharing, they are kind of, because we had to submit three photos during the duration of the 12 weeks. Uh, you had to submit three photos. You had to write your own story. It had to be 300 words or less. And you obviously had to make sure that you were on an active auto ship. Um, and a lot of people were asking me that. I said, well, the, the prize is $200,000 and it's split between the two categories or whatever. Um, so yeah, for a lot of people, the motivation might've been the money piece to it. My motivation was probably not the norm. I just wanted to see that I could complete it. <laughs> and, you know, and what I mean by that is when I look back at the 12 weeks, uh, you know, we started in January, so I was really coming back from, from being up in New England for almost, you know, two or three weeks. And then, of course, you know, you know, you've got New Year's, and then I went back to New England 10 days into the, the new year because I had some, some uh, things that I'm working on with the school committee, as I've often shared about. So I had all that going on. When I got back, I was sick for probably about let's say two weeks where I really was like out of commission. Um, and, but it took me a good month to start feeling better. So I had all these derailments that could have really, I could have given up. I could have said no can do um, add that with uh, traveling out of the country uh, for a business meeting, but also make it a, a vacation as well. And uh, then a tweak in my back. Now, most people would have said, I'm traveling, I'm eating out a lot at restaurants, I can't get my fitness in because I'm sick or I've got an injury and I'm just tired. Those would have been five pretty good excuses to just say, you know what, whatever, I'll do the next one. But my mindset was always just complete it. Do what you can because life has got derailments. So if we are looking for the perfect time 
to kind of get you healthy on. There is no perfect time, people. There really is no, I mean, the whole point of the New Year's re resolution, that's not the perfect time to do it. Let's be real. You're just coming off of the holidays. So you're already feeling not so good because you probably thought, ooh, I'm going on my, my new diet come January 1st. I'm going to eat like a pig for, for the next six weeks. You know, you, you may have other things that just, you know, an illness that came up, an injury that comes up. So there's never a perfect time to get your healthy on. You just got to start it. And your the goal should be that I can stay as committed and on point within my control. So what I did was the times where uh, I was traveling, I made sure that I made better choices with what I'm eating because I'm not in control. I don't know how much freaking salt they're putting in the food or the butter or, or the different ingredients, the dairy, which I, you know, I'm about 90, 95% dairy free. I'm not in control of how a chef cooks because I'm not back there. So I know I've got to make a little bit, be more particular on the choices that I'm going to eat. Uh, I made sure that I wasn't getting any extra sugar if it was in my control to stay away from that. Uh, I was also still remaining pretty much gluten-free and pretty much combo a vegan, uh, vegetarian, plant-based uh, lifestyle. And I did that. Even the times that I was what I call bedridden uh, because of I wasn't feeling my best or was really fatigued, I made sure I had stretching bands to you know, make sure that I was getting up at least every hour and maybe doing five to 10 minutes of stretching. So when I look back at the journey, the perfect world would have made it available for me to not be sick, not to be traveling, uh, have a chef on hand or you know, meal prep, and it would have been perfect, but life isn't perfect. So my goal at the very beginning, knowing what my three months were going to be, obviously not knowing about the illness, not knowing about uh, having an injury, but I did know that I was, it was, it, it's a busy time for me. February is generally the time that I do a lot of traveling, speak, speaking engagements and, and or other things that I'm doing. So I, I knew, you know, that part of it, but all these other things were thrown in. So my mindset, you know, stuck to my guns and say, just complete it, do the best you can every single day and make sure that I don't use those as excuses as an excuse to not submit what was required of me. So what was required of me was every about every four weeks to submit the photo. I did that. Uh, they had certain uh, ways they wanted you to take the, the photo, make sure that it's a full body picture and uh, make sure that, you know, you're you're in an area where the background is is basically bare or, you know, a wall or, you know, even a white, you know, if you're in front of a, a closet door, you know, no obstructions, basically, that's how they wanted it. I made sure that uh, I did those every time. I always made sure that my, you know, I had my auto ship and it was uh, concise every month, as well as my story. So I said, I'm in control of those things, those things I can do. And even if my progress getting to the second picture may not have been where what I may be intended it to be, or what we have in our mind is gonna happen, that's okay. I wanted to make sure. So I did receive uh, yesterday, congratulations, Ultimate Thriver. This is actually the third season you crushed your goal and completed the ultimate thriver competition. So I completed it. So kudos to me that I, I completed it. Uh, I am actually, it's funny because I purposely tried not to look 
at the past pictures so I can get a true comparison. And I did. I figured I was uh, I lost over 16 inches overall, uh, which is very good for, you know, I'm not going to say my age, but 64 years older metabolism is slower. Uh, so I was very pleased with that. And I lost, I thought initially I lost 17 pounds, but I think it was actually 15 pounds because I'm trying to, you know, double check my mouth. I actually think it was 15 pounds that I lost. So over three months, that averages five pounds a month. Is that a huge number? No, but that's okay. Uh, because I really, in the scheme of things, probably only need to lose about six more pounds till I get to my goal weight, which I consider my goal weight. So I was very pleased with that. And I did notice. And uh, we'll have to show our grand, my granddaughter, Ray Ray, because she always talks about my squishy arms. I did lose inches on my arms and my arms are actually more toned because that, that was one of the areas I was really focusing on. Do I, am I a work in progress? Absolutely. Aren't we all a work in progress? Of course we are. And the point is complete it. Now that could be for a 12 week challenge. That could be for a five day detox. That could be a 10 day, you're going to journal for 10 days, whatever you're committed, because there's so many challenges. I mean, we think about it, there's a lot of different challenges out there. Complete them, even if it may not necessarily be the outcome at the end, or you had days where you felt you couldn't give it your all, let it go, let it go and just complete it. So that's what I'm triumphing over. And that's amazing. And I just want to say congratulations, because, you know, you hit the nail on the head, you know the art of perfection is progress, which is starting the concept of what you want to complete. There, there is no perfect time as with the last eight months, I might add. There really was no perfect time. However, the act of implementing and sticking to it, even through the stickiest of situations is, amazing it, it's the triumph it's the it's the pat on the back that yes i completed this despite all the derailments so congratulations i'm very thank you. that is that is just amazing yeah and i'm excited i'm really excited because i mean we have we've had other challenges that we were part of that we were you know what i call fatally de derailed we just, there was no way we, you know, couldn't do them. So, and I, and I know our audience and our viewers and our listeners, you know, we, we tell our journey because they're relatable to your journeys. You know, how many of you have started a challenge and you fell off the wagon or you couldn't complete it because outside forces, and maybe, maybe there weren't even any outside forces maybe it was your own head that was playing games with you i can't do this i'm too tired i don't have the motivation uh you know our own mind is a derailment sometimes and it's okay to embrace those 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 moments but try to prevail and if you feel like you're going to really derail from your own mind maybe not outside forces reach out to to your friends your family and say look i need your help i want to complete this challenge and I need some encouragement. I need some support. There is nothing wrong with asking for help to really uh, kind of get you back focused or get you back on that, that track of success. And like I said, everyone's level of success is different. Uh, for me, you know, the goal that I set was regardless of what transpires in that 12 weeks, I'm going to complete it. 
that was my goal. Just complete it. So I was that, really excited about that. That is awesome. You know, and, and think about the act of completion. And speaking of acting, which is going to segue into what I wanted to chat about. And I think you may know where I'm going with this. Now, I haven't watched TV and I, you know, live TV or whatever. I can't even tell you the last time I did. And when I woke up yesterday morning, I got home, let's say Tuesday. So I got home Sunday. Okay. So when I woke up yesterday morning, there was all this hoopla on the Oscars. And I'm like, oh, what happened at the Oscars? I just like, you know, if I was watching it, I would watch the fashions. I love watching, you know, the ladies walk in and um, just amazing, uh, <laughs> you know, their, their gowns and the, their outfits and, you know, the shoe cam. I'm not sure if they still do that, but I was, um, there were some spicy things going on at the Oscars and um, Jab Cross, this one was like a slap though. Um, now, again, I didn't watch it. I've heard different comments about it. Um, there's not a lot I can say about it other than, well, there actually is a lot I can say about it. I will say this, uh, was it, were they acting? I don't know. I really don't know, but if, let's say the if factor, if it, if the actor that did the slapping um, actually did it with the intent and purpose, like we are control of our actions. For every action, there's a reaction. Um, and although I understand his reaction, his physical reaction, was not the best choice, obviously. And th that's all that I want to give that credence to. Well, you know, I'm glad you actually brought it up today and not Trending Thursday, uh, because I'm hoping by Trending Thursday, this story is kaput, put away. My take on it was uh, that most likely, I, I did not watch it live. I have not, I have not given the Oscars uh, any part of my time anymore. Uh, I, I, you know, the, the days of the classy actresses and the classy uh, outfits and uh, not to say that what they're not wearing today is not trendy and classy, it is, uh, but the old classic, the old, the old actors and actresses, it's kind of lost its zest in my mind. Uh, it's more become of a social justice this or a social justice that, instead of, you know, having them stick in their lane, which is acting. So I can understand why a lot of people would perceive this as being acting because they're good actors. Now, what I will say is, regardless of whether it was acting or not, if it was a stunt, shame on them, number one. That goes without saying. But if it wasn't acting, uh, first off, I look at what would have happened if that was a uh, white male and a uh, black act, uh, black woman actress going up and, and all that transpired because they constantly bring social justices in there or not. The fact that you had two black men on stage uh, 
doing what, you know, what we, what, what most people witness. I saw it on Rumble. So I saw the unedited version. So I got to, I got to hear all the language on top of it. Um, you know, if you were to do that in a crowded room and, and you had 10, I guess what they say, 10.4 million viewers, which is apparently quite low for that event. Now, granted, it was a slap. It wasn't a punch. Uh, it, it, you know, most people would have been arrested or at least brought in for questioning or something that didn't occur. So that tells me, number one, it was staged. Well, not necessarily the the Hollywood elites get away with whatever they want to get away with. But be that as it may, then you um, the, the joke, I did not think a lot of people were offended by the joke because of her health condition, her health condition. Um, is a you know, it, it is a condition, but it's not a condition where, you know, she, she didn't have cancer. Uh, you know, she has a condition, uh, which is not pleasant. And I know that. Um, and no, I guess, you know, in the scheme of things, the way with the world is today, everything's got to be politically correct, which makes the world a little more boring, I say. However, he is a comedian. He didn't use profanity. He didn't say anything disgusting. He And apparently... He said he doesn't even know that she really had that condition. Now, I don't know. She has come out public a couple of times about it. I don't follow them. I actually don't follow any actor or an actress. So, you know, the, is there a possibility? No, because apparently, supposedly, they're not really good friends. Anyways, um, he was making reference to a movie. Um, so it wasn't this, it wasn't a nasty joke uh, in, in that regard. What I found even more appalling, besides the, the ridiculous slap, because that whole thing looked staged because Chris Rock's arms were behind him. And, you know, I guess if you supposedly people slow, put it in slow motion, it, it looks like he's bracing for it. And, you know, whether that's true or not, who knows? What I thought was even worse was him yelling from the, from the um, audience. And if you see the reaction from those that are around him, they're like, like, dude, what are you doing? You know, to keep yelling F-bombs, uh, you know, I, I mean, you sound like a thug. I'm going to just say it. he sound like some thug. Uh, and, and thug does not mean black or white. A thug is a thug who, you know, whatever. You're, you're, you're swearing from the audience, uh, not once, but twice, at least that I heard. Yes, you know, and, and you're about to also go back on that stage and accept an award for best actor. So, the, you know, why do people think that it was staged? You know, because that's why they think it's, it was on stage. What I thought that should be highlighted was Denzel Washington speaking to him. It must have been in between after that incident and then before he went on stage. And he said, uh, and I'm going to get the quote wrong because my phone is doing a, a restart, something to the fact that you have to watch out for your highest moments. That is when the devil's going to come get you. And that should be uh, the forefront. D Denzel Washington's message to him to say, you know what, at your highest moments, that's when sometimes you're going to fall or the devil is going to come out in you. And if it wasn't acting, the devil came. There's no doubt about that the devil came because even though I've lost respect for that particular actor years ago, I, I, there's a lot of things about, you know, you know, what they do, they have an open marriage, they've got children, but they got an open marriage and they're, and they're very boastful about that. 
Uh, it goes against my personal beliefs, but whatever, float your boat. Uh, we all don't have to agree on anyone's lifestyles because it's their lifestyle for sure. But the point being, if you were not acting, uh, I would say take Denzel Washington, who is a who I consider a class actor and a, a man in good standing, polite, respectful. Take his advice, WS, because you look like a buffoon. And even if it was acting, you look like a buffoon. You look more like a buffoon because you staged it. And what were you? What what was the staging about? What was the root of that? Was it to get better ratings eventually? Was it to keep the Oscars in the limelight of people talking about it? What, what was the agenda behind making it a stage event? So either way you look at it, it's horrible. It's egregious. It's bad. I agree. Yeah, definitely. Okay, moving right along. So yeah. um, what's happening in the world today? It's like I said, very cold here in North Haven. Um, I've got the electric heater going. Um, I just, you know, it was, and by the way, in Philly, the, and I think they're called, um, I initially thought they were cherry blossom trees, but I think their dogwoods are starting oh, to bloom. Yeah. Pretty. Oh, just beautiful. So, you know, I love this time of year, well, not right at this moment, but I love this time of year when things are starting to bloom. Uh, you know, of course, there's talk of the little circle, uh, you know, family garden going on. So, you know, all those good things that, you know, that this upcoming season brings. So it's going to be um, an amazing few months. Um, excited for Ryan, of course. And I don't know what else. Well, I would just say, you know, what you're triumphing over, if you really feel, again, I'll kind of reemphasize that, if you are working towards a goal, if you're working towards, you know, a new vision of your health and your wellness, and you feel like, you know what, I, I can't do it alone, reach out to people, reach out to us, let us know how you're feeling, we're here to support you, and, you know, I'm sure there are people within your own circle that want to support you and want you to be successful, Embrace it. You are not alone. Uh, what you feel, most people do feel. And that's what you triumph over. You triumph over that, wow, I do have a tribe behind me that is going to help me. Uh, Two Sisters is always there to help you. We, we love uh, featuring people with their different journeys and their different stories. And if we could uh, offer advice or support, uh, we will do it. So it's all about making sure that you're surrounding yourself with people that are going to bring out the best in you and vice versa. You want to bring out the best in them. And with that, this is Triumph Tuesday. Carol Sue, aka Naughty Boss, live for, for from Florida, which there's a lot, there's a lot of popping and flowers going here. So I'm, I'm wishing everyone up north, I'll be up there soon, but I'm wishing that uh, everyone kind of gets over the hump of the the dog days, what I call the dog days of winter, like move it out, out, get some warmer weather, get those flowers blooming. And I'm with two. Sisters, hey, this is Janice, aka Wellness Diva 5.0. Thank you to our viewers and listeners, family or friends. Thank you. We'll see you tomorrow for Wealth Wellness Wednesday. Have a great day, everyone. Stay warm. Bye -bye.